Episode 9, Sad Opticians Club. Working in the same office for 16 years, I've gotten very close to a lot of patients. When you spend hours with someone over the years, you really have the opportunity to get to know them. Especially being an optician, you really are part psychiatrist. I need very personal information to help you select glasses options that will serve a positive purpose in your life like a specialty sports glasses for when you run marathons to raise money for cancer research in memory of a loved one you have lost to the fight. Maybe you need something occupational because you have a very specific task at work that requires extra detail. Maybe you need a special segment for when you cut hair. I need all these personal details about your private life to help you see your best. Very often, though, People are going through something terrible and just need someone to talk to. Not someone who will solve their problem or try to make them see it from another perspective, but someone to simply listen and empathize. One of the joys of this field for me is children. Helping a little one pick out their first frame is such a big deal. It is something they will wear every day on their face. The first thing people look at when they see you is your face. It must be stylish so the other kids will not make fun of them. But most of all, seeing their face light up when they can see for the first time is priceless. Sometimes it's hard not to cry seeing the appreciation of what you have done for them. These are the situations that make our job worth it. Truly helping people with the gift of sight. Over the years, I see young children grow. I remember dispensing their first pair and have a special place in my heart for them. Now, many of these patients are teens, and it really makes me feel good to see them every year. Most of my teen patients have gotten all of their glasses with me, and they completely rely on me to fit them. For these patients, buying online is unfathomable. Sometimes, I run into these teens in public, and they're so excited to see me and give me a big hug. It's amazing to watch these kids grow. On the flip side, I also see my elderly patients age. You get used to seeing someone stride in healthy as can be. Then, all of a sudden, a few years later, they're being pushed in a wheelchair and the kind, friendly person you once knew has taken a turn for the worse. I had a patient for many years. When he would come in for his quarterly follow-ups, he would sit at my desk rather than in the waiting room when waiting to be called in. We would joke and laugh. He had an amazing sense of humor. I could always count on him to have some funny jokes that would brighten up my day. Every appointment, without fail, he would bring me a single flower from his garden in a small vase. I would display it proudly on my desk. I could tell over the years his health was starting to go down. The last time I saw him, he brought me a flower. I dried the flower and put it in the glasses display for a floral line. It was so pretty, I couldn't wait to show him. But unfortunately, he never saw it. 
One day, his wife came in and let me know he had passed away. We cried together, and I showed her the last flower he brought me. She said I meant a lot to him, and he looked forward to seeing me at every appointment. I wish I could remember some of his jokes. I think about him often. I used to see him once in a while out in public, taking his wife out on dates. You never know when will be the last time you may see someone. I try to always be kind to everyone, no matter how they act. I had a middle-aged patient come in and order routine glasses. Nothing out of the ordinary. His glasses came in, and I left him a message that they were ready for pickup. I typically call old jobs on a bi-weekly basis. After a while, his number was disconnected. A few months out, I sent him a postcard, but it was returned to sender. He had paid in full for his glasses, and I really wanted him to get them. So I decided to Google him. Maybe I could find a current phone number. To my horror, my search results brought up newspaper articles. He had been murdered only two days after ordering his glasses. He was shot by a thief he confronted at his place of business. I couldn't believe it. My heart broke. I tried so hard to remember more details of our encounter. Was I nice enough to him? I hope I wasn't in a bad mood. This man had two days left to live, and he spent an hour with me choosing glasses. And not all patients are pleasant. We had a bedridden patient that had dementia, and she was really mean. She would yell and make derogatory remarks to the staff, but we would be patient with her, unlike her caregivers. It must be hard to take abuse every day from someone, but she was very sick. She wanted to get new glasses, and on this particular day, she was in an especially good mood. I gave her a handheld mirror and tried to make it as positive as possible for her. She seemed to enjoy the frame selection process and really appreciated the compliments and attention I gave her. She ended up ordering several pairs. A few days later, we received a call from the nursing facility that she had passed away the evening after her eye exam. She spent her last afternoon on this planet with me, and it was very positive. I'm so thankful she was feeling well and we could spend time in a positive way. I had another patient who was very high maintenance. He was very proper and polite, but had too many questions. I'd been helping him for over 10 years, and he really likes working with me because I know exactly what he wanted. I didn't even show him frames on the shelf. I knew what he wanted and would always order something in special for him every year. We got pretty close. He would wait in optical instead of the waiting room. He would ask me the same questions and lots of information on lens and technology. The last time he was in, I was really behind in my work and he was in for an appointment, non-glasses related. I was a little short with him because he kept asking me the same series of questions over and over. What can you tell me about high index? How do transitions work? Do I have anti-glare? How old are my glasses? What can you tell me about high index? How do transitions work? Do I have anti-glare? How old are my glasses? Repeat. I entertained him. He likes to talk and must have no one to talk to. After his exam, he stopped by optical again and asked the same series of questions. While I was repeating my answers, his wife came in. She apologized for him and told, and told him to quit bugging me. 
I told her he was fine. He wasn't bugging me. He called a few times after that visit, asking me the same series of questions. I repeated my answers and worked on claims while he was talking. I was definitely losing my patience with him by this point, but was trying hard to be nice. A week later, one of the girls from the front desk came to me with a phone message. She said that the patient's wife had called for me. I rolled my eyes and said, what does he want now? She looked down at the floor solemnly and said, She wanted you to know her husband passed away last night. He talked about you often as his friend. I cried on the spot and felt like a horrible person. If I'm one of the few people he has to talk to left in this world, and he was talking to me the last weeks of his life, how can I be annoyed with him? Death is something we all deal with differently. It's hard being in the medical field and being exposed to so many people. I can't imagine how hospice or emergency room staff can be so strong. I would cry all the time. As an optician, it is hard because you really get close with people and you empathize with their pain. If a patient is going through a divorce or loss of a loved one, I have patients that have been in accidents and I see how their lives change. Young people get into car accidents, people who survive fires, cancer survivors, all these people that you truly care about, even if I'm just your optician. An older gentleman came in while I'm writing this episode and told me a joke. I would like to share it here. Jesus Christ went to play golf with two gentlemen. The first man tees off and is about three feet from the hole. Jesus tees off and is about one foot from the hole. The third man tees off and the ball goes right in the water. The water separates and the ball rolls right back out and into the hole. Jesus looks at the man and says, Nice shot, Dad.